Day and night and night and day, the living creatures give their praise. Him who lives eternally, they never cease from saying, Holy, holy is Yahweh Almighty. Hello, welcome to Walking in the Word. My name is Shell Wagner. I'm so glad you came to join me today. This is um, the reading of the book of 2 Samuel. And today we are starting back at chapter five. So we'll go ahead and just get started. All right. 2 Samuel chapter five. Then all the tribes of Yasharel went to David at Hebron and told him, we are your own flesh and blood. In the past, when Shaul was our king, you were the only one who really led the forces of Yasharel. And Yahweh told you, you will be the shepherd of my people, Yasharel. You will be Yasharel's leader. So there at Hebron, King David made a covenant before Yahweh with all the elders of Yasharel, and they anointed him king of Yasharel. David was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 40 years in all. He had reigned over Yehuda from Hebron for seven years and six months. And from Yerushalayim, he reigned over all Yasharel and Yehuda for 33 years. David then led his men to Yerushalayim to fight against the Jebusites, the original inhabitants of the land who were living there. The Jebusites taunted David, saying, You'll never get in here. Even the blind and lame could keep you out, for the Jebusites thought they were safe. But David captured the fortress of Zion, which is now called the city of David. On the day of the attack, David said to his troops, I hate those lame and blind Jebusites. Whoever attacks them should strike by going into the city through the water tunnel. That is the origin of the saying, the blind and the lame may not enter the house. So David made the fortress his home and he called it the city of David. He extended the city, starting at the supporting terraces and working inward. And David became more and more powerful because Yahweh Zavaot was with him. Then King Haram of Tyre, sent messages to David, along with cedar timber and carpenters and stonemasons, and they built David a palace. And David realized that Yahweh had confirmed him as king over Yasharel and had blessed his kingdom for the sake of his people Yasharel. After moving from Hebron to Yerushalayim, David married more concubines and wives, and they had more sons and daughters. These are the names of David's sons who were born in Yerushalayim, Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Nepheg, Yafia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphelet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king of Yasharel, they mobilized all their forces to capture him. But David was told they were coming, so he went into the stronghold. 
the Philistines arrived and spread out across the valley of the Rephaim. So David asked Yahweh, should I go out to fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? Yahweh replied to David, yes, go ahead. I will certainly hand them over to you. So David went to Baal Perazim and defeated the Philistines there. Yahweh did it, David exclaimed. He burst through my enemies like a raging flood. So he named that place Baal Perazim, which means Yahweh who burst through. The Philistines had abandoned their idols there, so David and his men confiscated them. But after a while, the Philistines returned and again spread out across the valley of Rephaim. And again, David asked Yahweh what to do. Do not attack them straight on, Yahweh replied. Instead, circle around behind and attack them near the poplar trees. When you hear a sound like marching feet in the tops of the poplar trees, be on the alert. That will be the signal that Yahweh is moving ahead of you to strike down the Philistine army. So David did what Yahweh commanded and he struck down the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. Chapter 6. Then David again gathered all the elite troops in Yasharel, 30,000 in all. He led them to Baalah of Yehuda to bring back the Ark of Elohim, which bears the name of Yahweh Zabaot, who is enthroned between the cherubim. They placed the Ark of Elohim on a new cart and brought it from Abinadab's house, which was on a hill. Uzzah and Ahio, Abinadab's sons, were guiding the cart that carried the Ark of Elohim. Ahio walked in front of the ark. David and all the people of Yasharel were celebrating before Yahweh, singing songs and playing all kinds of musical instruments, lyres, harps, tambourines, castanets, and cymbals. But when they arrived at the threshing floor of Nakon, the ox stumbled and Uzzah reached out his hand and steadied the ark of Elohim. Then Yahweh's anger was aroused against Uzzah, and Elohim struck him dead because of this. So Uzzah died right there beside the Ark of Elohim. David was angry because Yahweh's anger had burst out against Uzzah. He named that place Perez Uzzah, which means to burst out against Uzzah, as it is still called today. David was now afraid of Yahweh, and he asked, how can I ever bring the ark of Yahweh back into my care? So David decided not to move the ark of Yahweh into the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom of Goth. The ark of Yahweh remained there in Obed-Edom's house for three months, and Yahweh blessed Obed-Edom and his entire household. Then King David was told, Yahweh has blessed Obed-Edom's house and everything he has because of the Ark of Elohim. 
So David went there and brought the Ark of Elohim from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with a great celebration. After the men who were carrying the Ark of Yahweh had gone six steps, David sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf. And David danced before Yahweh with all his might, wearing a priestly garment. So David and all the people of Yasharel brought up the Ark of Yahweh with shouts of joy and the blowing of shofars. But as the Ark of Yahweh entered the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Shaul, looked down from her window. When she saw King David leaping and dancing before Yahweh, she was filled with contempt for him. They brought the Ark of Yahweh and set it in its place inside the special tent David had prepared for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings to Yahweh. When he had finished his sacrifices, David blessed the people in the name of Yahweh, Zavaot. Then he gave to every Israelite man and woman in the crowd a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins. Then all the people returned to their homes. When David returned home to bless his own family, Michal, the daughter of Shaul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust, How distinguished the king of Yasharel looked today, shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girls like any vulgar person might do. David retorted to Michal, I was dancing before Yahweh, who chose me above your father and all his family. He appointed me as leader of Yasharel, the people of Yahweh, so I celebrate before Yahweh. Yes, and I am willing to look even more foolish than this, even to be humiliated in my own eyes. But those servant girls you mentioned will indeed think I am distinguished. So Michal, the daughter of Shaul, remained childless throughout her entire life. Second Samuel chapter 7. When King David was settled in his palace and Yahweh had given him rest for from all the surrounding enemies, the king summoned Nathan the prophet, look, David said, I am living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the Ark of Elohim is out there in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, go ahead and do whatever you have in mind, for Yahweh is with you. But that same night, Yahweh said to Nathan, go and tell my servant David, this is what Yahweh has declared. Are you the one to build a house for me to live in? I've never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day, I have always moved from one place to another with a tent and a tabernacle as my dwelling. Yet no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israel's tribal leaders, the shepherds of my people, Yasharel. I have never asked them, why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house? Now go and say to my servant David, this is what Yahweh Zavaot has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture 
and selected you to be the leader of my people, Yasharel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth, and I will provide a homeland for my people, Yasharel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past. Starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people, Yasharel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Furthermore, Yahweh declares that he will make a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for my name, and I will secure his royal throne forever. I will be his father and he will be my son. If he sins, I will correct and discipline him with the rod like any father would do. But my favor will not be taken from him as I took it from Shaul, whom I removed from your sight. Your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all time, and your throne will be secure forever. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything Yahweh had said in this vision. Then King David went in and sat before Yahweh and prayed, Who am I, O sovereign Yahweh, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? And now, sovereign Yahweh, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving your servant a lasting dynasty. Do you deal with everyone this way, O sovereign Yahweh? What more can I say to you? You know what your servant is really like, sovereign Yahweh, because of your promise and according to your will, you have done all these great things and have made them known to your servant. How great you are, O sovereign Yahweh. There is no one like you. We have never even heard of another Elohim like you. What other nation on earth is like your people, Yasharel? What other nation, O Elohim, have you redeemed from slavery to be your own people? You made a great name for yourself when you redeemed your people from Egypt. You performed awesome miracles and drove out the nations and Elohims that stood in their way. You made Yasharel your very own people forever, and you, O Yahweh, became their Elohim. And now, O Yahweh Elohim, I am your servant. Do as you have promised concerning me and my family. Confirm it as a promise that will last forever. And may your name be honored forever so that everyone will say, Yahweh Zavaot is Elohim over Yasharel. And may the house of your servant David continue before you forever. O Yahweh Zavaot, Elohim of Yasharel, I have been bold enough to pray this prayer to you because you have revealed all this to your servant, saying, 
I will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For you are Elohim, O sovereign Yahweh. Your words are truth, and you have promised these good things to your servant. And now may it please you to bless the house of your servant, so that it may continue forever before you. For you've spoken, and when you grant a blessing to your servant, O sovereign Yahweh, it is an eternal blessing. Second Samuel chapter 8. After this, David defeated and subdued the Philistines by conquering Gath, their largest town. David also conquered the land of Moab. He made the people lie down on the ground in a row and he measured them off in groups with the length of a rope. He measured off two groups to be executed for every one group to be spared. The Moabites who were spared became David's subjects and paid him tribute money. David also destroyed the forces of Hadad-Dazir, son of Rehob, king of Zobah, when Hadad-Dazir marched out to strengthen his control along the Euphrates River. David captured a thousand chariots, 7,000 charioteers, and 20,000 foot soldiers. He crippled all the chariot horses except enough for a hundred chariots. When Armenians from Damascus arrived to help King Hadad-Dazir, David killed 22,000 of them. Then he placed several army garrisons in Damascus the Armenian capital, and the Armenians became David's subjects and paid him tribute money. So Yahweh made David victorious wherever he went. David brought the gold shields of Hadad-Dazir's officers to Yerushalayim, along with a large amount of bronze from Hadad-Dazir's towns of Teba and Berothai. When King Toy of Hamath heard that David had destroyed the entire army of Hadad-Dazir, he sent his son Yoram to congratulate King David for his successful campaign. Hadad-Dazir and Toy had been enemies and were often at war. Yoram presented David with many gifts of silver, gold, and bronze. King David, King David dedicated all these gifts to Yahweh as he did with the silver and gold from the other nations he had defeated, from Edom, Moab, Ammon, Philistia, and Amalek, and from Hadad-Dazir, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. So David became even more famous when he returned from destroying 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He placed army garrisons throughout Edom, and all the Edomites became David's subjects. In fact, Yahweh made David victorious wherever he went. So David reigned over all Yasharel and did what was just and right for all his people. Yoav, son of Zeruiah, was commander of the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahalud, was the royal historian. Zadok, son of Ahitub and Ahamelech, son of Abithar, were the priests. Sariah, 
was the court secretary, Benaniah, son of Yehoiada, was captain of the king's bodyguard, and David's sons served as priestly leaders. Okay, I hope you guys are enjoying this reading of 2 Samuel. And for now, shalom. Day and night and night and day, the living creatures give their praise. To Him who lives eternally, they never cease from saying, Holy, holy is Yahweh.